and welcome to the Terminal Velocity Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew. And I'm Scott. And we're joined uh, by the rotating chair that we talked about in episode zero. Uh, Today's going to be Johnny. Hey guys, how are you? And uh, I figured I'd better get into what we're even talking about here. This is a special episode where we're going to take a look at Aquaman, uh, the 2018 movie that just dropped. Uh, Scott and I just saw it this morning. Uh, What's the date today? I don't even know. Today is the 22nd. Okay, the 22nd. And uh, our friend Johnny here has also uh, seen it. And, yeah, uh, I watched it last night. <laughs> so here we go. It's all fresh in our minds, and we'll uh, take it from here. Yeah, big spoiler warning. We're probably we're obviously going to be talking about this in depth, so if you haven't actually watched the movie yet, uh, pause the episode, go check it out yourself, come back and see how your opinions line up. As, with, uh, with ours or against us. It's very <laughs> dude bro of you to let them know, of, Scott. Yeah, aw- yeah, aqua dude bro, as I affectionately have been referring to this. And it, <laughs> yeah, I'll let uh, I'll maybe let uh, Andrew go on and, and talk about the the synopsis. But uh, yes, right, aqua, yeah. aqua dude bro. Well, let's see. I, how did it start off? I guess it, uh, it does like a quick cold open to the uh, I forget the dad's name tim curry maybe i don't know but he's on the you know tim curry <laughs> i'm just making names up right now oh. <laughs> but he uh he he's getting his his lighthouse ready for a, a hurricane storm and he's you know securing the windows and yeah what lo i and behold, was, i'm already gonna interrupt you there because i thought this was really <laughs> weird he's securing the windows by tying his shutters against the house instead of in front of the window which is what you'd normally do with a shutter Small Maybe. continuity thing, but I was like, a lighthouse keeper, wouldn't he do that a better job of securing his windows? <laughs> yes. He would have had yeah, it done the hurricane. Yeah, <laughs> he would have done it before, not during the storm. He's exactly. not a very good light keeper or lighthouse keeper. We saw him drinking at the bar to That's the point true. that he can't stand. So. For, for <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so uh, Captain Rex uh, finds Atlanta uh, washed up on shore, which is... Uh, you know Aquaman's mother, uh, played by Nicole Kidman, and uh, we get like a quick montage, I guess, of their blooming romance as you know the misunderstandings of two diverse cultures meeting for the first time. Yeah, uh, little destroys meet, his little 1980s TV. Yeah, yeah, meet yeah. Meet for sure. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so we're, we we see little young Arthur. Uh, before we get before we get there again, I'm gonna have lots of opinions on various parts <laughs> of this movie. But um, how did you how did you think the anti aging technology worked here? Because we've seen it done a lot in a bunch of the different Marvel movies. Um, yeah, I'm and curious what you guys had to think about about uh, some of the plastic face maybe stuff that we saw there. Well, Nicole Kidman already has a plastic face, so I didn't really. <laughs> But it's a difference. <laughs> I was literally thinking the like, same thing. I'm like, yeah. It, it was prepared. I was like, did they even do any work on her, or did she just show up like that? Like, I wasn't too sure, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah. When I she shows was, up like, a little bit later on, she looks pretty similar. That being said, yeah. I still think she's a good-looking woman. <laughs> so, oh, sure. I, I mean, it, it still it still worked for me. But seeing uh, Django Fett uh, kind of de-aged was a little a little shocking. <laughs> Batman better talk to his ex-girlfriend there, man. Mm-hmm. 
Dr. Uh, yeah. Chase Meridian's getting stepping out on him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm picky about it in movies, to be honest, when I've noticed it in other movies and even this. It's hard to do, so I kind of give it a pass, to be honest. Unless it's yeah, a- yeah, true. I mean, I don't, I don't expect them to do it. It's a, it's light years ahead of when they first did it with like um, uh, Patrick Patrick Button. Stewart. Oh, yeah. oh, let's not talk about Benjamin Button. Um, that's <laughs> that, that. That was more. That was more like the Deadpool too, with the little baby legs and everything. <laughs> that's a, that's the Benjamin Button type of way. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. It's okay. So, um, yeah, so, you know, their love blooms and they produce their child, young Arthur, who uh, is told about the myths and legends of, uh, of Atlanta, 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 Atlantis. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm surprised. It's a much surprised different movie. <laughs> those, those stories will come forward later on with their significance. Um, yeah, what else happened? Oh, yeah, because uh, I felt like I watched five different movies crammed into one when I was watching this. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was quite a quite a mix up. Yeah. <laughs> so but, I'm assuming you guys are a little more negative than I am, because I think I enjoyed it maybe more than you. I don't know yet. I, I'm, I'm, I'm reserving my my opinion uh, post synopsis. But mm-hmm. uh, so uh yeah, we get a cool action scene with uh, Atlanta. Uh, what's her name? What's the uh, the mother's name? Alana. Is Alana. It? Alana. Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta. Something like that. Yeah. Alana uh, of Atlantis, I think. Yeah. Alana. <laughs> yeah. A tongue twister. Well, Doctor Chase Meridian uh, fights mm-hmm. all the. Uh, basically, the Atlantis send, sends a bunch of uh, soldiers to come retrieve her because she's uh, committed treason by by fleeing all her arranged marriage. What's that? There's like six of them, the best soldiers, and they sent like six. Well, they sent. Did the red ones show up too in that scene? I can't remember. No, it was just the white ones. Just the yeah. white ones, yeah. 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 So they <laughs> they send their best soldiers, who get their asses like handed to them, and she fights like to the death with them. Yeah. Only to then decide in she a has pretty to go cool action scene. I have to admit that was a solid, solid action scene to start to kind of start the movie. And it was convincing yeah, I, too. Yeah, and how it's filmed, it was really well done. They, you see everything, and they, mm-hmm. they do some top sh- like shots from the top, from the side, like tracking shots. It was good. It was well done. Yeah, well, it was a good we, action scene, and you get an idea that maybe what, one thing that's not clear through any of the rest of the movie, though, um, that you kind of get a taste for in this opening scene is, it, does everybody from Atlantis have kind of super strength, or at least heightened strength? Because she just throws guys around that little fucking yeah i mean like i think they kind of like same idea like how they you know they've explained like kryptonians having like a harder skin and ability to jump further because of the atmosphere like or Mm. so i figure it's because they're you know from the depths at least i think that's how the comics have explained it in the past is that like just they're tougher skin because they're from the deep depths of the ocean yeah, I remember that from the Morrison run at one point when they're fighting like all the archangels and stuff. Aquaman's talking about how it's his, he's a little bit tougher because of that. I just didn't know if it carried through with the rest of the Atlanteans. Well, it seems, well, it seems to. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, when we see him, when we see Arthur as he gets older and he's like, uh, he's saving like a Russian sh- uh, submarine from an attack from uh, the Manta pirates, uh, bullets seem to just like bounce off him. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. I thought, 
I thought it, I thought it had like the, there was just another solid action scene, but uh, I skipped ahead here. Um, so she, after like laying waste to their their elite guard, she then decides, no, I have to go back, <laughs> uh, or else they'll keep coming, and uh, you know. So she, you know, leaves her husband and son and goes back to Atlantis. I thought, okay, like why, if you were going to just, you know, surrender, why didn't you just go with them? <laughs> <laughs> why kill like, five guys? And then yeah, just like it, 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 you think it'd be a little smoother coming back, right? If, if you hadn't laid waste to the Royal Guard. That cool action scene. That's yeah. right. <laughs> well, that's that's probably one of the cutscenes where she's just like, "What? Nobody came. I don't know what you're talking about. Those guys never showed up." And then they're all they're all hunted for treason in in a separate storyline in the movie. No, I assume that that Captain Rex, uh, or sorry, Django Fett, I'll call him, Django Fett. I assume uh, like hid all the Atlantean armor and technology because uh, <laughs> yeah. it's never <laughs> discovered. Yeah, he, oh, he was covered that up the bodies. <laughs> What's that? Was that who he was from oh, the prequels? The, the dad, yeah. It's Django oh, Fett. Oh, my God. I knew he looked familiar. I was like, where have I seen this guy? Now that well, makes sense. You had to explain how, you know, Jason Momoa was birthed from Nicole Kidman. So you need another, like, Hawaiian-looking dude. Mm-hmm. So why not Tamora Morrison, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so that you know, uh, we then get the 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 um, Aquaman save uh, for the uh, Russian submarine. And uh, it's pretty cool, I thought. Like he, he storms the uh, the ship, and he's kind of looking how he looks and back in Justice League. Uh, yep. You know, with the very much the uh, the, the uh, dude bro tattooed uh, surfer bro, like um, the first of many throwing the hair over the shoulder, turning back type of looks <laughs> that you get. Yeah, so, well. I have to admit, I like the first shot when he's got his back to them and he like turns around. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty establishing. But mm-hmm. when uh, one thing I've got to say uh, right off the bat is like they really must have liked the theme song. Yeah, like especially when the well, villains were on screen, it's like bomb, bomb, bomb. It's just like every ten seconds. Mm-hmm. It's a great music video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know. Uh, the Manta Pirates have like stormed this submarine and they've started they kill like they capture the captain only for the captain to make a remark and then he's like, I'll let you captain, but I'll pirate or whatever, and then he kills him for reasons. Mm-hmm. Um Well, because they're and, the bad guys, remember? They yeah, well to, they they the had to really well the well, the guy playing Black Manta really mugged for the camera every chance he got. It was Yeah. I like he's just really mastered the mugging. Um, yeah, it so, really yeah. had to be. They really had to establish that this is a bad guy. That it's not good enough that he just takes over the sub. That he's going to waste time talking to a guy just to kill him for That's no right. apparent reason. So you well, know he's the a bad theme dude. song blares. Yeah. So yeah. the Aquaman storms the ship. He beats up all the pirates, and uh, he makes the uh, he makes the Batman Begins mistake where he's like. You know, I'm sorry, I'm skipping ahead here, but like they they fight. <laughs> Aquaman takes a big like thing. grenade round, it blows up in his face. He's burned by it. He's like, uh, I'll get up, you know. And then uh, they just because they're such bad guys, they're they're big bad pirates. They had to like take him on, so they keep trying to attack him. The dad gets pinned to underneath a, a missile, 
And then he yeah, he pulls the Batman Begins, and he's like, "No, I don't, I don't have to kill you, but I, I don't have to save you." Kind of moment. Mm-hmm. But thus he creates his arch nemesis in that moment, and cue the music. That was pretty cold. I'll be <laughs> honest, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I was a little shocked by it, considering this is post Justice League, right? So I thought like, like wow, he I, he's actually like I would have been like, okay, he goes to save him. And then they double crosses him. Then I would have thought, okay, you leave him. Yeah. But he's just like, no, nah, I'm just gonna let you die. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cold. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so that our hero, everyone. So he he uh, leaves and tows all the uh, the freed sailors uh, in the life rafts, leaving the ship to sink. Um. And so we, or I think, I mean, I'm probably skipping over parts, but we find out shortly after that the ship that the pirates came on was like some classified U.S. sub that was stolen. So the hero didn't didn't recover the stolen technology, just left it. It's even it's even unclear as to why he showed up to begin with. Did he uh, like? Yeah, uh, was, oh man, was this, he, just, he must have he must have just heard it from the wildlife. He's just did, like swimmed around the it. ocean. I thought they sent a distress signal. Oh yeah, so area. yeah, he he probably heard the beacon. Then he's probably yeah. happened to be swimming swimming around. Is that how subs work? They let out an actual beacon in the water. Maybe. <laughs> it's Russian technology. This, what are we Fair enough. I'm finding that, it really hard was... to synopsis this movie. Like, uh... yeah. Is it because uh, I well, keep interrupting? <laughs> Well, that too. <laughs> to make it simple, it's about a guy who has who could talk with fish, and uh, he saves the world at the end. That's pretty yeah, that's much true. it. I would, I would say that they they made the whole fish talking to fish thing like actually work. I, I was yeah. I was I I kind of like the the flashback scene where it's showing you know the kid or kid Arthur there like getting picked on, and he's like talking to the aquarium, and the sharks are like starting to like ram it. Though, you know, that kid would have been dissected by every government agency immediately. In the world. But where's the parents then? Where's the teacher when this is happening? Like, it's, this is uh, that kids get picked on? That was that was school in the 90s. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Walk it off, guys. Walk it off. That's how we grew up. Boys will be boys. <laughs> yeah, boys will be boys. Suck it up. Don't complain, Arthur. Um, so, um, you know... Uh, so skipping ahead, Aquaman yeah. and his dad go for some brewskis for breakfast. And, uh, you know, they do this little cute scene where some, like, biker dudes are, like, come up and they bump into him and make him spill his drink. And they're like, hey, are you that fish guy or whatever? And then he's like, yeah, what of it? And then they're like, can we have a selfie? Like, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't expect that. I definitely well, didn't expect that. Yeah, they're trying really hard to make Aquaman cool because for the longest time he's been kind of the, the butt of so, so many jokes. Oh, well, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, so. they, they <laughs> have to do something, which is also why it was like somebody like Jason Momoa that's cast in it because really who's going to give him shit to his face about playing Aquaman? Well, and you've also no. got to like the dude, right? So, yeah, it cut you know cut to the selfies and he's all like don't touch me and stuff and then they have some beers apparently and it just becomes like a wild party yeah which is what a picture hanging out with jason momoa is probably like yep um so uh what happened next i'll let you take it scott okay so after that so he leaves the bar at this point throwing his dad into uh into a truck 
uh, and has his first conversation with Mira, who l- fills him in on some details of what's happened kind of under the ocean where his his brother Orm, the future, the once and future ocean master, um, has a meeting with her father to kind of try and unite the remaining kingdoms under the ocean to, to combat the earth above. Um, yeah. For reasons that they didn't really make clear, but once they, you know, when once some shit kicks off, then it, it's a little bit more abundant. So anyway, she has this conversation um, because the sub that uh, the Mantas were actually trying to take over is used to try and instigate the war. So as anybody knows, you're never going to get a bunch of factions together unless you've got some instigating um, fight that you can unite everybody against. The enemy and of my enemy is my friend. Exactly. So from out of nowhere, a submarine shows up and starts shooting on people in it underwater <laughs> in Atlantis that, you know, the rest of the world has no idea even exists. And of course, they all buy into it. So he gets it. So Orm gets at least one kingdom on his side that he's going to start his little uh mutiny war with and mira can I, comes can I interrupt you there and say just of course this was probably Dolph Lundgren's best performance apparently he's out now i haven't watched creed and i haven't watched creed 2 but apparently he's he's done really well in those movies as well or at least really? in creed 2 if that's where he's shown up um so <laughs> you know fingers crossed there's a, a universal soldiers um a remake gonna be quickly on the horizon with him oh, and Jesus. him and John Claude. John Claude that we can look forward to some uh, high high flute and splits in kung fu. That should be really really enjoyable. I, I think he should do a sequel to Masters of the Universe. <laughs> that was that is such a flaming turd. If no one has seen that, you need to go see how offensive it is. Especially <laughs> if you grew up in the '80s, just loving He Man. The the complete disrespect they show for Skeletor is just offensive on so, so many levels. Well, what's really um, funny about that is he says that that movie is what he uh, accredits to him getting the role. Yeah. Well, oh, God. If that's what they used, <laughs> like, what the hell? There were so many. Any, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway. They so. did use that scene, too, uh, where Mira's talking to, to Aquaman outside the bar. Who wants nothing to do with the uh, the troubles of Atlantis? Mm-hmm. Uh, he does a little brief mention of helping that he helped defeat Steppenwolf. Yeah, so that was the only scene that. Well, what's funny that. about that is that scene then causes like plot holes later on. Like they act like he's never been to Atlantis before. Well, this is the thing. There's I don't know when this movie. I, I was just going to get to that. I don't know when this movie was supposed to take place because he doesn't even. He says that he doesn't know her name. But when he sees her at first in Justice League, he's very concerned about her. That um, is true. And then, unless he just happened to be swimming by, happened across Atlantis by accident, and saw a pretty redhead, and he's like, "Oh shit, I gotta save you." Well, yeah, and that's the other thing. Why? W- <laughs> why was this special box in the Justice League just left out randomly somewhere else in the ocean instead of in the heart of Atlantis, where it would need to be protected? Well, so, where were those giant walls? Exactly. The mother box. 
Yeah, like oh, it reminded me. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yes, we <laughs> I have to so, start the flames immediately, though. Yeah. So, so Mira uh, kind of talks to him and says, "Okay, we need your help again." And he basically says, "To piss off, he doesn't care about uh, being a king, and he's got no interest in Atlantis because it's never done anything for him." Even except though execute his mother, except execute his mother, and also help him defeat um, Steppenwolf by giving him a bunch of armor and a cool trident. Um, so he, he starts driving away as he's driving a gigantic tidal wave, uh, starts or tsunami starts coming through. And as all tsunamis do, it kind of hits at one part of the shore and then, and then quickly chases the car. Um, cause that's how water works. It yeah. comes in behind him. Uh, and this is actually where you get the first display of, of Mira's, uh, aqua kinesis powers where she, you know, at least controls a bubble of, of, uh, water around or air uh around where his dad's truck is and also pulls out the water from his lungs to save uh his father which was i thought was actually a pretty cool display of her powers that yeah, they did it never, better than justice League, for sure yeah yeah definitely. but they they never make any real note of that that's actually just a special ability that she has again you're kind of left to assume that everybody from atlantis has some kind of special powers um which is never really brought to fruition at any but, other point. Didn't they explain it a little bit by saying certain royals have certain powers or they could breathe on land? Yeah, they explain that um, as the, the purest of pure bloods or whatever are able to, yeah. to get up on land and breathe both air and water. <laughs> and it's only them. So you're right. They, they, they've peppered in some of the plot holes where they needed to with a quick throwaway mm-hmm. line. Um, yeah, it's just, very quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was no time we had to get to no. five other movies yes we had to get to the indiana jones moment very quickly so first of all well sorry the coruscant oh, don't moment. get me started on that one song they chose <laughs> the, we'll the, the hip-hop version of africa yeah, that africa. was awesome yeah. man yeah i i loved the, hearing that, that song kick in jesus yeah. i was like wow james what are you doing yeah this was because yeah. I'll, I'll i'll say that all plot devices or holes Aside, I was really into the movie up until that point. Uh, that that so, that one song is where I started feeling like a little questionable about my overall feelings for the movie. But it, it took you that long? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I can suspend my disbelief long enough. I'm just happy that like a character like Aquaman has happened has become a movie because it's yeah. utterly yeah. ridiculous. Like, <laughs> yeah. So well, I'll, the character, I'll start. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I'll start speeding up the synopsis a bit. So from here, it's he's he's now been incited enough that he wants to help Mira. So she takes him in her special underwater awesome sea car, which of course has to look like a sea creature, um, down into the highways of Atlantis, or as I like to think of it, uh, Coruscant, as they go flying through all it was of like the different Coruscant and Blade Runner like mixed together yeah. underwater. It was, it was, and I get what they're going for. It's hyper technology, really vibrant colors, um, you know, just to show how advanced they are. And then, of course, they go into a sunken, destroyed ship um, to talk about a special key that he needs to use where he's going to be able to find this trident and become the one true king. Um, so from here, he kind of gets. He gets captured after a bit of a brawl with some special, some uber elite Atlantean soldiers. Gets well, brought the, they had to they had to start a new army, a new elite squad because the, their best got destroyed by Atlanta. Yeah, 
<laughs> so he gets brought before his brother, gets goaded into a big fight. Um, where I think one of my favorite moments in the entire movie is when a giant octopus plays the drums yeah. as, uh, <laughs> as as Arthur and his brother Orm fight in the middle of a circle. Um, now, this this battle isn't handled half as well as Thor and the Hulk is handled, but it is actually still a pretty decent um brawl between the two brothers one that's actually been trained to fight underwater and one who's just a dude bro with a nice uh with a wicked trident i i gotta so. i gotta i gotta interject i really enjoy the parts where they give momoa a, a scene to kind of like be serious like where he is like saying you know all my life i wanted to to know my brother man if i had known what a dick you were gonna grow up to be i was like oh my god <laughs> They're yeah. really going for this. Yeah, they 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 lean into that stuff real hard. Um, but at the same time, I enjoyed that. <laughs> you enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I, I even enjoyed the octopus. To be honest, I thought it was funny. I was like, oh, they're going, they're they're going for it. So you well, gotta give I, them some credit. I I was laughing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was laughing too. I don't know if it was intentional, but I was laughing too. Um, oh man! But this is where this is where Mira now, uh, who is betrothed to Orm, um, decides to show that uh, you know that well. She basically commits treason, helps Arthur escape, and they continue on their journey. And this is where you get your. As Which I you thought guys was really cool, though. I, when she just like pommels Ocean Master, I thought that was really awesome. Yes, that was that was that was actually really, really cool. Again, anytime she got yeah. to use her powers really well, outside of one other point where I, I was unimpressed with it, uh, my son sitting next to me was really impressed with it, and we'll get to that very, very soon, because now we're at the... Now we've gone from the... Um, gladiator scene. Blade Runner gladiator scene to now yeah. we're going into the Indiana Jones portion of the movie. Um, so we've gone from... Um, forgotten child and uh, you know jilted child into <laughs> into Blade Runner gladiator stuff. Now we're getting into the Indiana Jones. They've got to f- solve this one fairly insignificant puzzle, um, and this is where somehow he's got money. He gets them on an airplane after they've traveled to the where did Sahara. That airplane come from? It, it came from weird. that really cool. So they came out of the water right at an airfield because oh. they they were even remember that. Yeah, they, there was a lot of convenient vehicles <laughs> laying around for this adventure. Yes, they were. So they they come swimming. They come walking out of the ocean right onto an airfield where I guess they pay for this um, ship that's carrying goats and other such things. Um, yeah. And they have their little bonding moment. And then her awesome little Atlantean tracking thing tells her exactly where to go. So she just rips the door off of an airplane and jumps straight out. Um, (laughs) Well, Scott, she's from the the ocean. She doesn't understand our ways. Yes. And she's a redhead. So what can you say? And then you get (laughs) (laughs) now. And this is the part where everybody's seen this part in the trailer where he just jumps out and has the woohoo, you know, that kind of thing. He's getting Um, his bro on, man. He's getting his total dude bro on. He's just going for well, an adventure, I, dude. Um, I so thought had, that they they kind of tamed that part down compared to like Justice League, him always yelling, "My they, man!" <laughs> yeah, they did a little bit. They did a little bit. You're right. They did a little he, bit. He, well, he, he has to be believable as a king, right? Like, he's got to mm-hmm. unite the nations. 
Yeah. So. <laughs> so here, so let me put it this way. So he, they take the little trinket. They're walking the desert. They can't find this place. He falls in the hole by accident. Discovers it. We're introduced to the sand, the uh, whatever they call it, the Sand Kingdom. Deserters. Deserters Kingdom. Yep. Yeah, thank you. And, uh, you know, they put in a little device, but it's all dried out. So she takes his sweat, activates it. We get a message from the former uh, king with another riddle, sending him to another location, which, uh, was that when they got sent to the trench? Uh, no, uh, that's when they got sent to Italy. Oh, right. Yeah, oh, yeah that whole, uh, that, I forgot Italy. the rom-com that was in the movie. Yeah. So we're, we're in the romantic comedy where there, she's like, you know, sees all the people in Italy and they're eating an apple. So naturally she thinks I should eat the roses in my hand. Yeah. Cause that's a thing. And then, uh, so he, you know, to make her not feel dumb, he eats the roses too. What a guy. Yeah. He's, he's very classy. He's very <laughs> romantic. Um, but then this leads to the cool, like rooftop chase fight scene with the, the super elite guards and the newly minted black Manta who has, I forgot to mention, all of the time that she's been, they've been tracking her. He was able to to retrofit and uh, reverse engineer Atlantean technology into the Black Manta equipment. Yeah. So can you explain to me is he is he that smart or is this just a movie that made it convenient? Um, to be honest, I'm not overly familiar with Black Manta's origins. Um, that wasn't Iron Man scene. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I, I don't know that he's quite like uber electrical engineer. And weapons engineer smart, but he's pretty clever. Again, like Andrew, I'm not I'm not 100 percent on um, just how great he is in the comics. I will say yeah. that costume on film is amazing. It was fantastic yeah, to see that. I was costume. glad that they they went they went full comic with it. Like they, yeah, even beat Marvel to the Mysterio thing. It's kind of like on that same level with the fishbowl, right? Like a, yeah, it's so yeah. goofy, but like just own it. Oh, yeah, it's completely yeah. crazy, completely stupid. Nobody would ever wear that, but it is fucking awesome that they brought that on screen. <laughs> I was so happy to see that. Yeah, and so big, big you know, glowing Aqu- eyes and everything. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It looked really good. I like that. Uh, so with his, his souped up Atlantean tech, Aquaman discovers that the enemy that he created with his poor decision at the beginning uh has led to a, a a very serious threat that's pretty much handled pretty quickly within like five minutes. Minute, yeah. two minutes, not even five minutes. <laughs> he think he flings him off the mountainside and uh, leaves him for dead again. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. This, oh man, leaving this guy for dead once was a really bad idea. So where is he now? Oh, he's at the bottom of the trench. I left him for dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> he Good won't call, bro. Good call, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Yeah, so then Aquaman and Mira like, have a quick little scene where he explains his his uh, regrets and how he handled that situation. Because now, if something had to happen to her, it would have been his fault too. Now, just before this, this was actually the part in the movie where, like, she falls into basically a wine store. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And she uses her powers to shatter all of the bottles, freezing time, apparently, shattering all of the bottles and then turning all of the wine into uh, daggers and shoots them all at the enemies. Now, while while I was rolling my eyes at that because I was like, oh, come on, shattering the wine like it just looked really cheesy. My 10 year old son sitting next to me had his thumbs up and I was like, yes, (laughs) 
like he was really happy with that scene. So, well, you, you know, know, Scott, in hindsight, maybe they mark this movie was intended for that age range because remember the trailers we saw were all for those kids' movies at the beginning. Yes, that's very true. I mean, it it worked for him, <laughs> and it, it was like I liked seeing her powers being used. That was one time when I was like, okay where I just didn't I just didn't care for it as much but now I have to mention one other one other thing what about the fountain when she used it there that was kind of yeah that was yes where she basically um potentially threw a child into an insanity (laughs) well (laughs) if not the child like the parents will think she has a mental illness and and probably have her under evaluation yeah um (laughs) I have to say there's another thing that I have to point out about this movie, aside from it being six movies mashed into one. Every scene has to be introduced with an explosion, like some kind of big explosion that like mm-hmm. like introduces the threat. Like it's like I, I, I wish I was counting them how many times something exploded in this movie. It it had it definitely had the feelings of all of the Fast and the Furious type of stuff in there where well, it was well, like does a nobody break use neck. a door? Nobody mm-hmm. uses a door? They have to blow open the wall to to achieve their goal? Yeah, no, of no, course. Not, yeah, and you have those suits. Why not? I wouldn't use those. <laughs> exactly. If I can just run through shit, why would I stop to open a door casually? No, I want to no just no go barreling through everything. I don't want to know what's on the other side if I'm going to impale myself on something or fall, you know, dangerously to my death. I'm just going to run headlong straight through. Of course. I don't give a shit. Did why, you, why have, would you do anything have any of you seen uh, his Fast and the Furious movie? I have. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it, I feel like the tone and the pacing is very similar to that one. It's you just... Saw- so basically, it's you're getting James now. Wan from Saw, you're getting James Wan from The Conjuring, and you're getting James Wan from Fast and the Furious mixed all into one. I wouldn't say you're. I wouldn't say you're getting those first two at all. <laughs> I would say you're that. only getting the Fast and the Furious, the Fast and the Furious slash music video type of stuff yeah. is what is really what you're getting because it's I guess. It, it hits the ground and it, it does. I mean, the pacing of this movie is fast. It just keeps going. You don't really have to sit fast. back and think about, you know, well, you, you really don't have any time to sit back with any character and, and kind of absorb them. Like there was no, I mean, I guess there's a character arc, but mm-hmm. let, let's fast forward through the uh, synopsis so we can get into the discussion. So, yeah. um, uh, so, so he finds he uses the he finds the bottle that has yeah. he and he's showing that he's smart because his dad taught him history to oh. find the one statue the only statue with its hand open to hold something. Yes, uh, to put Q&A's. the bottle in, and then he looks through the bottle, and well, lo and behold, there's the X spot. Yeah, that's where <laughs> and I think that's when it leads to the trench. Yes, that's when they, yeah. that's when she. Uh, he well he passes out kind of because after once they've actually found oh, right because he's been like Black stabbed Manta all to hell by Manta yeah he's he been stabbed down. all to hell he lifts um a column off of a dude oh my who god just gets up <laughs> yeah. walks away I, I I burst out laughing at that moment like it was like a video game like where it's the like you save a, cit- a citizen and yeah. they run away the guy's pinned underneath stuff his wife and his child are next to him. I think basically about to administer final rights or last rights to the guy. And then Aquaman just lifts this thing up and the guy just stands up and walks away without a scratch on him. Yeah, it was pretty Well, bad. it was because the thing was underneath something else. Conveniently. <laughs> so he was, his as he was Andrew more, said in the He movie, was really lucky. He was more pinched. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <than pinched. laughs> he slightly pinched by it. He could, it was enough that his shoelace was caught and he couldn't get free. 
his pant leg was stuck there, and he really didn't want those pants to get ripped. He's like, they're too expensive. <laughs> Real Italian fabric. He was, fabrics. Screaming. He was a pain. Yeah. I just, I just he was screaming it. so much. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we lead. It, this leads to the cool scene where we're on. They're on the boat, and uh, they finally get to the region, which is where the next uh, hidden adventure is, because we we're we're in the Indiana Jones movie, moving slowly into the horror movie where the trench creatures uh reemerge and that was awesome yeah they look fantastic like i i was honestly waiting the whole movie for that that moment yeah now the only thing this movie was missing to get to this point was little red dots around the globe so that we could see where everywhere that they had actually traveled (laughs) i i I, no joking that actually would have brought more joy to me had i seen something like that that's hilarious they didn't even need that middle part of the movie to be honest they could have just skipped it Oh, yeah, pretty much. Something else. Yeah. Uh, we should mention that Orem uh, has been like basically like conquering the other uh, um, Atlantean nations uh, to get under his under his banner, basically. Uh, all while this is going on. Yeah, bullying and killing people to get to where where he needs them to be, so that he can truly be the ocean master. That's right. He needs the title. And for those um, of you that don't know, um, Orm in the comics is referred to as Ocean Master. Just so that's why they keep saying it over and over again in the movie, just in case anybody was wondering why that was such a big deal. Well, don't you know if you say something long enough, it doesn't sound as stupid? You just keep saying <laughs> ocean master, ocean master, ocean master until you suddenly it's to... normal. Yeah, <laughs> it's normal. <laughs> so you get a cool scene where these the 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 trench creatures are attacking the boat, and uh, the only thing that can repel them is is flares, basically. Mm-hmm. And so Aquaman and Mira dive into the ocean to avoid the thousands upon millions of legions of these things swarming at them. Uh, and then they get to the bottom, uh, utilizing another flare, and they I guess see a little portal. Yep. It's like a big portal thunderstorm thing going on under there. So they rush towards it and they're like, that's going to tear us up. And they're like, oh, we have no choice. We've got to do it. So they jump in. Whirly tornado effect happens and they're separated and they are transported to Dinosaur Island. It's the Earth's core. It was the Earth's core. It should have been Dinosaur Island. Um, oh, it wasn't all... Dinosaur Island? Oh, no, it, it should have been. But it was it was just the Earth's core because... Where dinosaurs, dinosaurs have survived. They are now living in the Earth's core. It is not molten lava, as we've all been led to believe. It uh, is actually a majest, uh, majestic place where uh, dinosaurs continue to live. Uh, and that that's giant true. It did look like Jurassic Park when they first got there. It really did. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so they get there, and uh, a mysterious figure saves saves Mira as she's about to be devoured by the... Uh, by the trench creatures and the biggest shock of all shocks it's atlanta she has somehow survived and you know aquaman has his martha moment yes he has his mommy moment which dc cannot get away from in much the same way marvel can't get away from having all their superheroes have daddy issues (laughs) dc cannot get away from all of their heroes having a mommy complex of some sort yep that's so they after his Martha moment, they're like, "Oh, I, I've been marooned here for years, but uh, we're stuck here forever because the portal won't let you leave. Only the true king of Atlantis could, yes. can get us back." Yeah, the so, only way to get out is with with the trident that so um, then, that they've been chasing. 
so then so then Aquaman has or Aqua Dude bro, he gets he has his Dagobah scene mm-hmm. where he has to go through the waterfall into the darkness and then uh his you know, he's tested. And so here's the point where they make the uh the purpose of him understanding aquatic creatures is there's like a giant kraken or something living inside the waterfall <laughs> area protecting the uh I guess we didn't even say what the king, the, the the great king's armor and and trident. Mm-hmm. So, um, or let, let's call it the the Holy Grail. So the Holy Grail is being defended by this kraken creature, which is like talking to him and cursing him, but he actually understands it, and that uh, gives the creature pause after beating him up a little bit. And uh, she's like, "Well, you know, if you if you're not worthy, then I'll basically eat you." Well, I think what totally what what actually swayed the Kraken or Kraketh or whatever the hell they call it, um, as my wife pointed out, is when he just uh, tells it that if it if he, she she doesn't like it, then tough shit. So yeah, screw you. Yeah, <laughs> screw you <laughs> is what he says to it. So, and I think that's really what resonated with the Kraken because no one's ever talked to it that way because bullies bullies don't like being bullied. So right, it backed man, down. Well, see, with dude bros, you know, like. It just needed a bro. It just needed a bro. Is there for millennia, just hanging out by itself, man. Its only it just, bro is dead there, his grasping the trident. All it needed was a good chest bump, and that's, that's all it right. needed. So uh, he goes up, and we're given this dramatic pause like it's going to reject him, even though the trailers have already shown us the end result of this moment. And he grabs the trident and rips it from the dead king's hands. <laughs> You know, for you know, respect. Very for the, aggressively, the I was yeah, like, "Dude, like, your time's you're over." More bitch. delicate. Oh. That that was a king, man. <laughs> Show so, some respect. But fortunately, his corpse disappears from the armor, so it's it's refreshed. The water just washed it away, I guess. Mm-hmm. So uh, out emerges Aquaman, finally in all his glory, with his golden trident, and uh, I, I I swear he flicked his hair back, but that just might be me making that up. Right no, now. he did in every single scene that he was in <laughs> where it's any kind of panned shot whatsoever. Um, there was a hair flip scene and then a furrowed brow. And this well, applied to him. It applies to Orm. It applied to Amber Heard uh, or Mira. It applies to just about anybody with long hair that doesn't have it tied back in a bun. Yeah. Uh, they'll flick it and then just look totally. Well, we, we were treated to the man bun when he was on the boat. That's true. That's but, true. um, but I would <laughs> anyways with with the, the 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 goldfish costume finally emerges I was I I can't complain I was happy yeah I was happy to see it it looks pretty I, it looked pretty it comic too. accurate so yeah I it worked it. I, I like that it worked and they they fully went for it which is something Justice League didn't have the balls to do mm-hmm. so I um, shied away from it yeah so I I See that in itself is like it's it's uh it's questionable because he got Atlantean armor for Justice League and it has his little Aquaman logo on it so it's it's kind of ridiculous when they're talking. Anyways, we'll get to that. Um, so he returns to just in the nick of time to chat because the uh, Crustacean army is be fighting off Orem's army because he wants cool. to be declared Ocean Master and we get mm-hmm. Gimli uh, leading the cr- Crustaceans. Yep. Um, but then Aquaman rides a seahorse, which was kind of cool. And Aquaman shows up with his Kraken, rides a seahorse that has legs for some reason because seahorses need legs under the water. 
and <laughs> then and then lays an ever loving beat down on his uh, little brother. Yeah, and becomes which I will say at this point, Ocean Master has the Ocean Master costume, and again, it's awesome. Totally awesome to see. Totally awesome to see. And Mira has her has her little tiara thing on, and is using her her water powers all over the place, and is just totally kicking ass. Yes. So then everyone starts to recognize that that uh, Arthur has (laughs) has the the golden try. has the golden ticket. He is now Willy Wonka and he owns the chocolate factory. That's right. So they all have to respect him going and forward. And I have to say, I had the really grown worthy moment when they're like, Mira's declaring him king and she's like, King Arthur of Atlantis. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. But come on. <laughs> like, yeah. Another anyways. part, this is another part where my son got excited because he was like, King Arthur. Yeah. Just like <laughs> King Arthur. And I was like, that's right, son. That's right. So, uh, so, you know, as Orem's going to be taken away to, by the uh, soldiers, um, Momoa gets his, his next serious scene, and he's like, when you're ready, let's talk. Because he's trying to be a bro. He's, he's just looking after his little bro. That's right. Little, yeah, that little was bro. Yeah. <laughs> he's showing his, 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 his uh, ability to evolve. Well, he recognizes the fact that, you know, you grew up, he had Martha issues as well. I grew up without a mom. You and I got a bond more, man. Yeah. That's well, what he it went, comes when, down to. When, 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 when he left the guy for dead. <laughs> <laughs> left, it, left, it, left the guy's father to die. <laughs> yeah, but see, yeah. that's the thing. He doesn't care because his dad's alive. So he doesn't have daddy issues. He doesn't recognize daddy issues. That well, is Ocean that is Master purely a Batman Superman Mar- Martha thing. issues. Yeah. So he's like, oh, mother... <laughs> So um, she's like, so she's back and, you know, uh, Captain Rex, Jingle Fett, he gets to uh, get his moment with his wife again yeah. uh, as she returns at the sunset and, you know, they embrace. And then uh, that's pretty much it. Is that how the credit credits rolled from her from them? Or was he? Well, yeah, because he's got he got John. he has the closing of the the voiceover again where he talks about how he's the king and he comes flying out of the water. Oh, right. In his he's Aquaman a... outfit. Yeah. So that that was the end. And then we get a little mid credit stinger, which is not usual for DC movies. No. But uh, they got to set up Dr. Um, Black Manta Black. and his scientist friend who we saw in a previous t- uh uh, I guess television interview where mm-hmm. no one believed him about Atlantis. Yeah. So that's just like Justice League, we're going to get a stinger though for something we may never see a resolution for. Yeah. No, I think there'll be a well. Well, we'll see what the box office does. Well, so, it's doing really well in China, so yeah. it's definitely going to make back its money. That's that's well, guaranteed. I, I will say, uh, you know, <laughs> now that we've wrapped the synopsis that we spent. Uh, <laughs> A lot of time talking about. Yeah. Here's the analysis. I think this movie was gloriously terrible, but that's why I like it. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's just it's just bad enough that I I found enjoyment partway through. I realized there's no way you can take this movie seriously on any level. You just kind of have to just enjoy the pretty pictures that are happening in front of you. Yeah, uh, I have to give it like props for, you know, for going all in on everything that they had with Aquaman. Like I cramped everything 
I don't even know if there is another supervillain that he has to face. No, he's um, basically screwed. That's what I was saying. Like Aquaman from like, I haven't read tons and tons of Aquaman stories. I will admit that. And basically when it comes down to the comics, there's really three things that happen, four things that happen. Um, one, Orm shows up and causes a lot of shit. Yeah. Two, Black Manta shows up and causes a lot of shit. Yeah. Three, the trends show up and cause a lot of shit. Well, and, the only and, thing I guess they can do now is Aqualad, or, you know, they can do the second Aqualad, which is Black Manta's son. Yeah, they could do one. Oh, then he's going to leave him for dead, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's like, I left you for dead, and then I took your son under my wing. We're bros now. We're bros. He's got tattoos, man, just like me. I can say that because I'm covered in tattoos. So what did you think? Uh, so Andrew, gloriously, gloriously bad. You will definitely, you would definitely sit back and watch this. Uh, how about, uh, how about you, Johnny? What do you, what did uh, you think? Honestly, I liked it just because it was so stupid and they, they just stayed with that tune. And it's just like, you know what? <laughs> Once I saw the octopus playing the drums, I'm like, okay, I know what I'm getting. That is no the surprise. moment. That is the moment where yeah, you're like, okay. I get it. It uh, honestly, it's they couldn't have made it any better. <laughs> it's Aquaman. <laughs> like, what can they really do? That's well, a really I, good point. <laughs> I think they could have made it better, but I well, I will agree. I'm I'm very much torn on it because it was it was a piece of shit, but there was a lot of it that was actually kind of fun. And I think I got yeah. a lot of enjoyment out of seeing how much the other people that we went to the movies with actually enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, like it, they, they thought fun. it was a good movie. They had a lot of fun with it. Aquaman doesn't come off as a, as a total dweeb as he's made it been out, like as he's been made out to look like in like the robot chicken kind of yeah. uh, components or, or some of the other memes that you're going to see online. He does well, definitely doesn't come across that way, but they made the talking to fish work. <sighs> like, you know, like, yeah, I mean I that, that could like, have been really, really stupid, but I liked it when he when they got like swallowed by the whale and they just kinda hang out. That was really cool. He hailed a, ta- a taxi, you know. Like, yeah. He, he that was his Uber and he got it going. It was it was pretty <laughs> it, it had it had enough in it where it, it this is a little bit like where that I enjoy about some of the Marvel stuff is when they go hard into the comic stuff, you just go with it because you're like, yeah. fair enough, I don't care what's happening here. This is this is just for fun. So like the Black Manta stuff. Really, really poorly set up, really underutilized character. But God damn, if that costume isn't fantastic. And I wanted to see more well, of it. On I think screen. I think that they showed enough of him looking cool that you're OK with him being the yeah. villain for the next movie. Right. Like that's it's clearly going to be, you know, Aquaman two, Black Manta's revenge like that's He could yeah. be, but you've also you've also seen enough of him that you're like, okay, there's no way he is a big enough villain because Aquaman has beaten the shit out of him twice mm-hmm. fairly easily. But now he's <laughs> going to have that scientist who's going to up his ante with his weapons and cuz yeah. he's all obsessed with Atlanta Atlantis. Now, my prediction in Aquaman two, you're going to have a scene where he's going to have to go to Orem in his, in his tower castle prison or whatever that they put him in. And he's going to actually going to have to ask him for his help. Mm-hmm. And the two of them are going to have to band together, but Orem will betray him. I, I hope not. I guarantee that's that, in part right? two. I that guarantee will probably it. happen. Yes. 
No, come and on. it'll be like the big reveal. You'll be like, oh no, it's Orum, the you know the Ocean yeah. Master. Yeah, it'll be it'll be, it'll be some other. There will be some other faction inside Atlantis. It will be called Aquaman Atlantis Rising, and it will be all about. <laughs> Um, them trying to take over the the I don't think Black Manta is going to be in it really I think if he is he'll be a bit player again I think it'll be like Atlantis Rising and that's where he's going to try and get his brother to help him stop and his brother's going to take over again for yeah. sure well, well one thing I found with this movie is that like every time they do something stupid they come back with something pretty cool so you're just like oh, I can't get mad at you forever it's yeah. just like there's a dumb scene and then they do something cool so it's like oh man but yeah. I think the good outweighs the bad when it oh, comes to sure, just enjoying for sure the man like uh it's dumb as it's dumb as fuck but like uh, yeah. I I I can't I, I I'm still smiling about it like I I, I enjoyed watching it <laughs> it was definitely yeah, evident that the people that were acting in it that the people acting in it loved being in it that they had a lot of fun they were committed going. they were very much committed to the to the yeah, role like for sure um, i think if you guys sleep on it and then wake up tomorrow you'll you'll probably be a little kinder to it because i had i had a night i'm i'm to, like, literally giving it the utmost affection when i say it was gloriously terrible i i <laughs> if i think something shit i'll say it's shit like i just think it was so ter- it, it it's just so goofy and ridiculous that i ha- i like it so was his Fast and the Furious movie, so I wasn't really surprised when I saw this, because <laughs> it was just a stupid. What I what I do want to discuss next, though, is uh, what this means for the worlds of DC, the DC EU, whatever you want to call it. Uh, this is very much to me what I thought it was going to be, and it's basically a soft reboot. The reestablishing kind of, yeah. the the universe without establishing the universe. It kind of feels like they're they're kind of starting over the way they should have started, where they're kind of, you know, okay, Justice League happened, but here's our standalone stories. I'm going to hold off on saying anything about that until the, the next Wonder Woman comes out, because that's really going to be where it kind of comes yeah, to light, I've, exactly what I've they're doing. I've heard some weird rumors about that one, about how they're doing it. I, I suspect it, that this movie is going to Wonder Woman's going to basically be the movie that kind of erases what they don't want going yeah. forward. I think that Aquaman was too far in production. They, they had to kind of st- keep some of the Justice League aesthetic. They had to it, because it was closely tied there. And I think actually some of the scenes were filmed for Justice League. Yeah. Um, Wonder Woman, I think, is actually going to be kind of the day like ground zero reset where it's like okay this is the just uh, the dceu as it exists now and it'll establish whether or not anything else has happened well that's from the it's set in the 84 right yeah i mean but the way i'm looking at it is wonder woman one would have been fine to keep in the universe mm-hmm. if it didn't open with the batman v superman connecting scene with the photograph and Wayne Enterprises. Yeah, but that's so I small. That it is small, but I, it, they wanted they, each movie it, they kind of distance themselves further and further away from it. I think that they want to get to a point where they don't even have to acknowledge it at all, and I think that 80 Wonder Woman 84 is kind of going to be it's essentially Wonder Woman 1 again. Yeah. Because they brought back Steve Trevor, but it's supposedly Steve Trevor and it's not 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to make judgments yet because I, but I do think that the, it is going to be a form of a soft reboot. Well, maybe yeah. I don't. I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll wait and see. I think it's it, it. It this just really affirms for me that they don't know really what to do with the movies just yet. Because um, <laughs> this is this is hot on the heels of like just watching the the Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, Elseworlds crossover. Yeah. And like I couldn't have been more thrilled with what was going on there in comparison to what I saw here. That said, it was stupid and it was fun. You know, there are parts of this that I'll end up enjoying, but it, it, this kind of falls into the same thing of it wasn't as bad as uh, Batman versus Superman. It wasn't as bad as as uh, Man of Steel has turned out to be the longer we the further away we get from it. Um, See, I still love Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman. <clears throat> I like Batman versus Superman. I, I can't. But did you ever see the director's cut, or did you watch just the theatrical? I watched the extended. I powered see, I, through the extended. It, it, the extended it adds more to it, it, but there's a lot of stuff in it that I just can't. Well, <laughs> Character-wise, yeah, it, it goes against what those characters kind of stand for to a degree. So I guess, and Lex Luthor was just kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. That the the portrayal of Lex Luthor really bothered me. I thought that was really, really stupid. Um, the the portrayal of yeah. Anyway, <laughs> this this definitely is a departure from it, and it's a welcome departure. I hope that they keep making more like this. Um, mm-hmm. I hope that they get more solidified on what they're trying to do in the movie. I'd and like so to find they, out what's happening with the Flash. I don't want to. I don't want to see the costume in that. Offends me. <laughs> The the whole the way that they portray him is just offensive to me. Like they just they don't have the flash. They have enough material that they could get a a proper flash story going. But the way that they used him in Justice League and the way that they built that character was not Barry Allen. It wasn't Wally West. It was some other kind of bastardization of something. So and have, it just didn't ha- work. So have and that, if I that have flash? to watch, no, I'm sorry. If I have to watch somebody run with spaghetti arms like they did in the Justice <laughs> yeah. League, I am fucking walking out of that movie theater. That was the dumbest <laughs> run like I have ever seen on film. Uh, I feel like seems they... kind of like mentally challenged a few times. Just every time we talk, it's like the hell's wrong with this guy. He's supposed to be smart, but he just seemed weird. I don't know what they were going for with with his performance because if if they are have you know. Or if they are portraying him as having like a mental illness or or even like a, or, or anything like that, like then why is it being played up for laughs, right? Like it's yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, it wasn't mental illness. I think they were trying to make it just uber smart slash kind of on the autism spectrum. So it wasn't it wasn't like mental illness. It was just supposed to be kind of that like oh he's just so in his head. But you're right. It's offensive the fact that they tried to portray it for laughs as opposed to. Yeah just kind of leaning into the the characters just uber smart but even then it's not they just they don't have that character in the same way that aquaman is dude bro in this like they don't i, I don't think they kind of get what aquaman necessarily is they're making him into something and i mean as much as i don't really give a shit about the character in the comics i hope they don't do the marvel thing where they start to turn the characters into the movie adaptations because that is really what's happening in a lot of the marvel stuff and that's where marvel's comics are shit right now because of it in all honesty they're just not as strong well i hope i hope momoa shaves and cuts his hair no as as a dude with a beard (laughs) come on 
let's go back to nine. Let's go back to like uh, Jason Momoa before he was famous. Just cut the hair short, get rid of the beard. My wife would be so pissed off if she if he cuts his hair, (laughs) if he loses his man bun and his beard, she will be so mad. She keeps saying to me, "You should grow your hair long." I'm like, I would not look like that guy. That is not what I would look like. Oh man flattering of you to even try and think that I would look like that, but I will not look anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I look forward to Shazam next cause I'm kind of curious how they're going to, what they're going to do with this movie. Yeah. I so saw the much. trailer before you see the movie, but who knows? Yeah. That's funny. Uh, they didn't show the trailer for Shazam with, with our, in our movie theater. No, thank God. Well, it would have made sense to show that trailer. They sh- they should have shown it, but uh, I don't think I can. Uh, we'll see. Uh, how far away is that movie? April. Uh, April. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's a long. It's a good ways off. I don't know that I can handle two of these things back to back like that. Uh, don't worry. Yeah. You'll get Captain Marvel and its gloriously Green Lantern storyline. Now well, I'm sorry. I don't start with that. Shots shit, fired. <laughs> that uh, there was more Green Lantern in this than there will be in Captain Marvel. I'm sorry. I I beg to differ. I I look at Captain Marvel and I I'm I'm kind of like bored with the trailer. I I don't think it. I don't buy her as the character. Oh. Um, I I hope she does. I like I know she's a good actress. I. Mm-hmm. I just maybe it's the way they're cutting the lines in the trailer, but maybe. I just it's it's it doesn't have the impact I feel it should, and uh, well we'll see. We'll see. I think I think it looks great. Well, I'm just worried that they use it as a setup movie. It's just like all right now come back for Infinity War. It's like <laughs> they did that too many times with the other ones. They're like here's that character we're gonna have pretty heavy in Endgame, so uh, you better get to know her here. Yeah, that's, that's probably what they're going to end up doing. But Mike, but my I'm problem. Okay I'm, I'm going to say another controversial thing here. Until Wonder Woman was a success, Marvel had no plans for Captain Marvel, and that's where I take issue with this movie. I'm a little worried that they weren't they aren't like it isn't their vi- like you know how everything feels like it's in their vision. Mm-hmm. This feels like it might not be. So um, I hope well, I so because I, I, I really think... love. I love this character, so don't like this is actually one of my favorite co- comic book characters, and that's why I'm so harsh on it. I just hope it it uh, I hope it lives up to what I what I expect. I don't know. Well, I don't think Wonder they even had plans for Wonder Woman until Batman versus Superman was getting so much shit, and everybody was like, the only good thing in it was Wonder Woman. But Scott, the worlds of DC doesn't have a plan, so I'm not so offended by that. So you're not so offended. You're okay with haphazard. <laughs> I didn't say that. I just mean that I like they didn't have a vision. So, <laughs> well, did you guys like Wonder Woman? No. I did. No, you didn't like it. I didn't. I thought. I mean, it was it was okay, but I can't. I am. I am. This is stupid for me to say because I loved uh, Thor Ragnarok, where the Hulk and him get into a fight in a big gladiator ring. But yeah. I am sick to death of some of these uber CGI fight scenes. Much like at the very end of Aquaman, when there's everything is going on, there are no stakes whatsoever in the CGI fight because you're just like, whatever. Yeah, that was one thing about this movie. Like, nothing really felt 
like at stake. It was just like, all right, you, he's gonna win. You already yeah. know. It's, yeah, it's, nothing it's, had weight. The there was trailer, no, the trailer was showed no... us he would succeed, so like it didn't matter. Yeah. Like you're just like, okay. Still, they, like they I think back. Yeah, I think back to like in in Spider Man Homecoming, where I know Spider Man's gonna win because it's Spider Man. He's always gonna win. But when that kid is pinned under all of that debris after uh michael keaton or the vulture has dropped a building on him basically like i felt the weight of that moment well that's tom tom holland's acting right there like you felt his pain and and fear and trauma but i mean he was traumatized in that moment you know like that's the thing even in even like in some of these other cgi fights that we've seen uh, in some of the other movies i've felt the weight in those moments and you still know the heroes are going to win but in in like in in what I've seen in the DC ones, it was like when you know Superman is fighting Doomsday, you're like whatever, because you know it's just a it's just a basketball that some dude's holding on a stick. You just it's like yeah. it, it doesn't have <laughs> that. It was just a computer. Yeah, it just doesn't have that same weight to it. Well, it it, it, it doesn't hurt. It, it it doesn't help its cause when Doomsday looked like the troll from Lord of the Rings, like they recycled the footage from fucking ten yeah. years ago. Yes, that that didn't help it. But even even today in, in the in the Aquaman stuff, seeing like all the Brian fight, you're like, OK, uh, I feel bad for all of those crabs. I feel bad for the Kraken and everything like that. What, but, did you want guys in rubber suits with claws? Like, yes, I did. <laughs> the I did. I did. Call me a lunatic, but I wanted some practical effects in a movie so that some things feel like they have a little bit more weight. And also, well, why are the sorry i'm finding another problem that i had with the movie but why were the atlanteans wearing armor that kept water inside the suits while they were underwater maybe it vented the water when they're underwater okay okay i'll 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 let it go with that but stop trying to apply real science to (laughs) yeah it's it's about a guy who talks to a fish (laughs) he literally says he's getting bullied and he the sharks go to defend him because he's crying subliminally the sad thing is i bought him talking to the fish i don't buy the people in the costumes that's (laughs) that's where my problem is. how else are you gonna have a thousand faceless (laughs) soldiers scott I don't know. I've seen Braveheart. So that, that'd be they way too much CGI. Extras. That'd be cost too costly to make a thousand soldiers with different faces. Just get some extras and you throw them into. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Well, at least the suits were practical and like when they did the close-ups and everything. Yeah. yeah. Made that CG. That's true. They were, and I mean, for all of their blue light effect and everything like that, they didn't. They didn't actually look as bad as I thought they would. Um. But yeah, I'm 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 struggling with this movie. I'm not going to lie to you because I enjoyed the stupidity of it. I enjoyed the adventure of it. But the more I think about it, the more I'm annoyed by it. But there, <laughs> Just don't there, think about it. there Just are. Watch it. Yes, you're right. I am still thinking about it. I will still end up buying it because it'll end up yeah. in my collection because I'm, yeah. you know, I have to have these things. But. I just, the, uh, I, yeah. I do want to make one other comment about the movie, and I'm a little confused at their world building. So there's like all these like massive battles, explosions, warships, uh, armies coming out of the oceans, and it didn't even like remotely alert Kellel or Wonder Woman or anybody, even just to say, "Hey, what's going on, Arthur?" Like nothing. 
but but that's an issue for even the marvel movies it's like something happens it's like well where was thor or well usually the marvel Hulk? movies have an, some throwaway line that explains it right like, yeah well like, here's because maybe they don't even exist anymore yeah that's yeah. true maybe they just don't exist <laughs> yeah i was just like i'm a little bothered by that part like that you know man of steel like whatever for whatever it's worth it's it kick-started all this right Mm -hmm. and like you want you want to build up superman you at least gotta have him like it say at least say hey you got this okay i got i'm or even just have a reporter say he's off off world something right well what's funny is that they're they're completely accepting of a dude coming from another planet and having been invaded by uh, another planet um they're they're okay with the idea of a guy called aquaman who swims in the oceans and can do all sorts of stuff but the vague concept of an underwater nation is completely ridiculous to them. it is absolutely ridiculous scott <laughs> they probably have marvel comics and saw namor and they're like atlantis yeah, fuck that. <laughs> anyway actually oh. if, if momoa shaved went clean shaven but kept the contacts he'd kind of look like namor a little <sighs> okay it's getting late this is going <laughs> off the rails yeah i i will say that hour. i give i give i give aquaman three and a half aqua dude bros yeah i i give the same rating three and a half I give it, I give it two and a half chest bumps, with maybe one exploding <laughs> fist. That's, that's what I'll give it, and and one oorah, maybe. My man, my, my man. man. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna say let's wrap this up. Um, okay. Final. Johnny, thought. is there anywhere uh, on social media that you can be found? Uh, just my Instagram, Giancarlo Puzzoli, but it's too hard to spell and say, so don't worry about it. Well, maybe we'll put it in the description or maybe not. <laughs> you can if you want. <laughs> but you can also follow Terminal Velocity here on Twitter at Comics Terminal and other social media outlets. Or you can uh, send us an email at terminalvelocitypodcast at gmail.com. As usual, rate, comment, subscribe wherever you find your, your podcasts. And uh, we'd love to hear from anybody that's out there. Yeah. Take care. Mm-hmm.